I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. I think murder is in general kind of a gay lady a gay thing. thing. That's a gay yeah. thing. Totally. Like, yeah, totally. Homicide I is inherently queer. Totally. <laughs> couldn't, couldn't agree more. <laughs> actually, if you wanted me to agree more, I actually couldn't. I'm diking out, you're diking out. Let's dike out together. See what it's all about. Diking out, diking out, diking out, diking out. Hi, and welcome to Diking Out, a podcast with queer leading characters who are still alive at the end of every episode. I'm Carolyn Bergier. And I'm Sarah York. And today we're diking out with director and stand up comedian Kendall Payne about bad lesbian movies. Ah! <laughs> also, um, you guys are both going to be dead by the end of this episode. Yeah. Oh, no! It's going to be first. Watch oh, out. What a great reason to listen to the end. Yeah. Uh, we just jinxed it. Kendall works as a writer and director for Netflix as a joke and performs stand-up all over New York, and we are so happy to have her here. A couple quick announcements. Our next show at Stonewall is October 28th. That's a Monday. We have Allie Colbert going to be on it. Uh, also, Irene Too, Lorelai Ramirez, Whitney Chanel Clark, and Caitlin Reese. It's going to be an amazing show. And we want you to dress up if you're coming. We're going to have a costume contest with prizes and or a prize or something. Something. There'll We're, be something in it for you. Maybe I'll bring candy. It's going to be wild. Uh, <laughs> also, I want to plug that November 21st, if you're in New York, I am on a show at SoloCom at the People's Improv Theater. It's at 7 p.m. and it's called I Wrote This Yesterday. I'll be performing roughly a half hour of comedy that I write the day before. It will be mediocre at best. Please come out and support it. 
It could be great. Who knows? Do you think the white male comics see a show like that and are like, I don't get it. What's the shtick here? I only prepare the day before for something. You think they prepare the day before? <laughs> Maybe. <Yeah. laughs> I wrote this a minute and a half ago. Oh, God. I went to an open mic yesterday with uh, there, a musician showed up because sometimes they'll show up to mics thinking that they're music mics, oh, too. Okay. Oh, no. And, but a lot of times... <laughs> We're like, yeah, if, if you want to play guitar. music, yeah, if you want to play <laughs> music, nice. Nice fine, yeah, yeah, whatever. And this guy decides because his name isn't like he doesn't go up until the end of the open mic, okay, and talked himself into forgetting the music he was gonna do and try comedy for the first time. Oh, god, nice. no, dude. And it's and he was amazing, and he's on yeah. Brian, yeah. right? Yeah. I think that's what he thought was going to happen. And oh, then yeah. when things weren't working, he's like, "Well, I guess I'll have to work on that one." I'm like, "Are you going like, to do comedy now? We can't hear the guitar, thing. dude." Yeah, my like, God, yeah, yeah. Stay he's also lane, a life coach, which was interesting. Oh. Okay, yeah, obsessed with that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't don't hire a life coach who's going to open mics at 3 p.m. on a Tuesday. Yeah, I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> Look, do whatever you want, but <laughs> if you're going to do that, just know what you're getting into. Yeah. yeah. Ask your life coaches about their extracurricular activities. That's important. PSA. Also, December 16th, we have our Dyke the Halls uh, Holiday Spectacular show at Joe's wait. Pub. It's going to be outrageous. Uh, that's all we know so That's far. all we know, yeah. Yeah, we've done some loose planning, <laughs> but we do have a date at Joe's Pub at 9.30 p.m. It's a Monday. It's going to be the Holiday event yes. of the year in New York City. So come out for that. It's We're going to... It's going to be amazing. Sure it's going to be I like the best time we can suits. possibly plan. That's Yes, we are wearing to suits. To me, that's like the number one. Like once you know what you're going to wear, the rest of the show just comes together. Yeah, that's, that's how worth it works, the, right? That's sure. worth the ticket price alone. Yeah. Absolutely. Worst case scenario, we just hire a piano player and have a sing-along. Yeah. <laughs> but I think we know enough people to make this a I good show. So. And then one last announcement is that New Fest is coming up. And if you don't know what New Fest is, that's a queer film festival here in New York. It's happening at the end of October. And um, because we love all things gay and funny, we're going to give them a shout out and uh, a discount code. If you want to go to uh, either of these events they have going on. So on Sunday, October 27th, they're screening a bunch of comedy shorts called uh, The Gags All Here followed by a queer comedy storytelling hour with 10 different comedians, including our past guest, Alex Song. Uh, and if you haven't listened to our episode with Alex on hats, you need to it's very good. put that on yeah. right after you finish listening <laughs> to this one because it is a joy. But if you're interested in going to check out New Fest and because we're talking about bad lesbian movies, maybe check out some good lesbian movies at sure New Fest. I'm sure some good ones there. But also they famously rejected me, so. Oh, <laughs> wow. But have we all been re- rejected, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right, no? right. <laughs> Just me? Okay, great. So if you want to see shorts or avenge yeah. <laughs> Kendall's um, pride, you can. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That means a lot. Go to New Fest and you no, use the code uh, NF. D-O, 
like new fest diking out 19 so nfdo 19 for four dollars off your ticket at newfest.org and that is the end of those announcements happy belated international lesbian day and coming out day oh yeah yeah we had things. a big week didn't we yeah, yeah we, we did have a big what a week. banner week for you about it <laughs> Uh, I don't know. An- another thing that we had going on social media that we haven't talked about yet is so a friend uh, of mine, shout out to Tanya, uh, she asked if we had a name that we call our listeners. And I was like, I think we've casually called them Diking Outers, but I think we can do better than that. So I put the question to Instagram. Mm-hmm. Okay. We got a lot of answers, you what guys. Did we get? So. Are, I'm like so invested yeah. now. I'm like, what did well, we I'm get? Curious, like the most responsive. Like I haven't seen the ranked list yet of like. Oh, I didn't. I didn't rank them yet, but I can roughly tell you. Yeah. So the ones that rose to the top that seemed to be the most popular were Dykelings. Dykelings. Oh, oh they sound like, like they're little tiny. Dyke. Like there's us. We walk Ooh. around, and then there's these little teeny lesbians in flannels following us everywhere we go. Well, Dykelings. I love that. <laughs> there's Dykerinos, which is fun to say, but I feel like there's another podcast. Mm, there might be. There is, but I know I know what you're talking about, and I can't. Yeah, I can't play. The last thing I want it. is, is a it rivalry. Guys we fucked? No. Are they fuckerinos? No. <laughs> yes. And then there's Dykosaurs. People like Dykosaurs, right? Okay, cute. I feel like that's a little clunky. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, the room didn't love it, but <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? We're not. Yeah, yeah we didn't really respond to that. Uh, diking otters. Now that was that a typo or no? A, I, that was me. I love otters. You put that because otters are fantastic animals. Yeah. I was yeah. just telling some friends the other day that. I think I have a fi- if if you had to pick one animal that's your favorite one, it's otters. Aren't otters the ones that like mate for life and like do that little thing where? They, well, like, I don't know if it's for life. They hold hands oh, when they, they sleep. They cuddle. Yeah, that's they cuddle when is. they sleep because they sleep floating on their backs. Yeah, they're very cute. They're so, so cute. Somebody suggested diking outers, and I said, you know, that was our first thought. Uh huh. And but that seems too diking too easy. Otters, but too, what about yeah. diking otters? Yeah. That seems more fun, and there'd be very cute merch of... Yeah, just little otters, and again, yeah. in flannels. Like, I yeah. always return to the flannel. Yeah. yeah, if you're not wearing a flannel, you're not a lesbian, and yeah. that's canon. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> she says not in a flannel. <laughs> and, then, and then another listener pitched what I think might be the winner, which is Susan's. Absolutely, <gasps> that's the winner. That's yeah. the winner. Yeah. Susan's. And, and I was afraid that maybe Susan's wasn't inclusive. If somebody, but anybody can be a Susan. Yeah, I, I, it's a genderless Susan. It's genderless. Susan is. It is genderless. as genderless yes. as Susan's haircut. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I think we might go. I, mean, I think we might go with Susan. Really I'm it. very. I don't like. There's nothing I can say. Like that anyone would be can identify as a Susan. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. All right. Well, all are welcome. All under are the umbrella. Are like I, even if we're ta- if we're talking like if if Susan were to be gendered, like I would be like, oh, like a dyke is not a Susan, but is like I'm talking myself in a circle. But yeah. what I'm saying <laughs> is that like it can't be gendered because it right. it transcends gender. Yeah, yeah. it does. Thank you. Wow, does that makes sense. Ringing endorsement. Yeah, yeah. you really understand <laughs> our. You really I'm get like, our brands. Like, <laughs> You've been here for ten minutes, and you fully understand like, the brand. I yeah, love it. <laughs> I love it. Do you okay. know about our Every Gay Susan project? 
No, tell me. Oh, um, okay. This is like a fully I listen to every, academic every thing. app. I'm a huge fan of the pod, but tell me. <laughs> <laughs> um, there, we have an Instagram handle that's at Every Gay Susan. Where okay, I, I just tag like a different or post a picture of a different Susan who's okay. gay fictional or not and there are there's an astonishing number I have of a them. long list of gay <laughs> that's Susans that's crazy because my initial instinct was like a Susan to me like reminds me of my like mom's friend growing up who was like a very like staunch like white lady in in Buckhead yeah and so I didn't picture a gay Susan at all but now yeah. that I'm thinking about it I'm like wow Susan is so gay yeah, yeah. she's not gay yeah it's <laughs> like a, there's like a generation I think yeah. of gay Susans and as like that TV name. writers in the 90s only knew that one name for a lesbian right They're but even still Susan. now yeah kind of still now because it yeah. is kind of like a it's kind of a fucking gay name. It's kind of like the name Leslie for me. Yes, Leslie. And not I even would because read it sounds that, like yeah. lesbian. Like literally, the name Leslie is like is every girl Can't I went to gay. high school with. Yeah, always played high school softball. Yeah. Still does in like a rec league. You know what name is is super gay that it doesn't seem like it's super gay. There's two, Kelsey and Megan. Oh, I feel Megan like is a gay. Every name. Megan I know is yeah. gay, and every I Kelsey I know is every gay. Megan's gay. I don't know any gay Megan. Really? really? Oh man, so. I know some gay Megans. I know. I've dated so a couple many. gay. I've Megans. dated. I've dated a gay <laughs> Megan for sure, and they're great. No, we love yeah. Kelsey for sure. Kelsey Do you know for sure. Which spelling is gayer? M e g a n or M e g h a n? I think the H is less gay. You think so? Yeah, it's more difficult. Because the H like, almost has like more women. of like a feminine look to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think Megan just just straight, straight to the point. Straight to the point. Lesbians Megan. don't like extra letters. Every every Megan with extra letters that I know is straight. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go to the Autostrada list of gay have, names and yeah. see if Megan's on there because it I'm has, just super it has to be I especially to abbreviated the... Meg. Holy oh shit! My God. It doesn't get gay. It's not. You can't. There's a reason they named Sarah. That. Sarah is a Sarah's gay name. I know so many gay Sarahs. Sarah is such a gay name. It also could be that our pool of friends are all gay. And yeah. so we think <laughs> names that are not and we actually gay. And we're all gay, named like, in the late 80s. <laughs> yeah. So we're like, there's when there so were four many names. gay Sarahs. <laughs> yeah. We're like, yeah, there were we literally just, four we names so when we were kids. That's true. <laughs> Jessica, Sarah, Megan, Ashley. Yeah, absolutely. That's it. Other submissions for what our listeners should be called were the Dykeouts, uh, Dykers, Diking Audis or Audis. I, I just Audis think of little belly cute. buttons oh, yeah. and, little belly and belly. tiny flannel shirts. Uh, <laughs> you can't stop. We had a couple of nerds submit dykanthropists or dykologists. Uh, I actually love okay, dykologists. Nerd. <laughs> nerd. All right, professor. <laughs> okay. okay, dork. <laughs> I love it. You guys writing study guides for yeah. each episode? Uh, and then diker chicks, which... Oh, Sounds like a cool, like, but like I feel a, like, like it's not inclusive. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's not inclusive. Susan's to me is Susan's fully gender Susan's neutral. Gender neutral. Chicks is Susan's is gender neutral, much like the like hiking sandals that a Susan would wear. Yeah, absolutely. It Couldn't could be, agree I'd more. Go either way. And then <laughs> Dyke Leona. What? This one submitted by my wife, who didn't understand what I was trying to do. <laughs> I saw. I was like, oh, what? Sassy. Yeah. A for effort. I think, what are you doing, Cecilia? You know what? She, she's like, she tried. She's, she's like, trying didn't... to be a part of your life. Yeah, she's trying to kind of... She's the best. Chime in. She's a big part of it, but like I... <laughs> she was like, oh, you didn't repost mine. I'm like, because it makes no sense. 
She's my like, wife. oh, interesting how you didn't repost mine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like, for the Latina listeners, I'm like, yeah, that's not all mean? of our audience. Right. Leona's oh. lion. Oh, okay. So it's like yeah, Dyke yeah, yeah. Lion. I get Well, Dyke Lion's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. I definitely want a shirt that has a just a lion yeah, wearing a flannel. Yeah, if you can do Dyke Lion's my, otter, my next Dyke tattoo. Otter or whatever, yeah. then she can do... I guess so. Yeah. Dyke, Dyke Lion. lion. <laughs> All right, I'll stop right? roasting Maybe my you, wife. Yeah. Maybe you need to check yourself. I know. My beautiful wife who spends hours every week doing our artwork. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, we love her. Well, I think I, my vote is Susan's. Susan's. I mean, it's, it's, that seems, to me, that unanimous. seems to be the winner. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's excellent. I love I that. I was going to do a poll, but I don't think we need to. No, I, I don't think. I think we have front a front runner. runner for I sure. I think for sure. Well, y'all are Susan's now. Great. Thanks a lot, Congrats. Susan. Congrats. <laughs> you do the little sound effect that's like all the kids being like, Bee. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's great. I'm so glad now we have like a name for, we have a name for the fans. I love it. Carolyn's like, damn it, now I have to do that. <laughs> great. Good for yeah, you guys. Yeah, how do you guys feel now that you have fan names? I love it. Great. Yeah. It's been a long time coming. Yeah. Do you guys do, do you guys have like a overlord name? Is that how podcasts no. work? Yeah. An overlord name. Oh, like... Uh, <laughs> like, like, they're the Susans and you're the... Like, oh, like, we're, like, the Queen Susans. Yeah. We're yeah, the Richards. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I love that. All right. Succession. Succession. Oh, oh my. Do you I watch know. Succession? Okay, here's the A deal. A not gay thing that we love to talk I about. I know. Okay. Sometimes we have I to just can't. talk about some it's straight apparently, culture. apparently, like, iconically queer in many ways, but not queer at all. It's definitely um, not queer. I don't, I don't watch. I watched the first episode, and I hated it with every bone in my body. Mm-hmm. I understand that. I, w- I, like, did not think it was funny at all and was just like, this is bad, and so did my girlfriend. And then she kept watching, and then all our coworkers watch, and they're obsessed with and they talk about it every day. So this is actually triggering for me that you guys are bringing it up. And you can't escape this I shit. I can't escape it. Your girlfriend asked don't. us to bring it up. Yeah. You need to bring it up. How did she get a hold of it? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I don't watch. But I also, I guess I'll watch. I just like, I'm like another. Here's what makes it a little queer. Yeah, the, but my, the, my coworkers all talk about the it The constant queer. backstabbing is yes. just, it's perfect. <laughs> yeah. It is like, there's so much treachery. There's so much like people lying to each other's faces. It's like it feels a little bit. It just feels it attracts me. Like it yeah. just I really deeply fucking love it. And there is a slight there's a tiny bit of homoerotic tension in season 1 between Roman and the personal trainer. That's literally as far as it gets. As far as like you know, well, something that anyone mean, could pick out. My coworkers don't say that it's queer in, in it's actually no, it's being just, gay. They're just like, it's a soap oh, there's opera. something it's messy. Like deeply queer about it. Yeah, there's that a, I can't quite, quite place, place it. Place. Yeah. I'll tell you what's <laughs> deeply queer about it is <laughs> from a lesbian standpoint. Oh, uh, that I want to fuck Shiv? Yeah. No. Oh. Jerry. <laughs> what? Who, Jerry. Jerry's amazing. Jerry, Jerry's a lesbian. Jerry is the, like older woman crush that yes. you can't help but have she, as a queer woman. Yeah, yeah. She's she is real so fucking, sexy. She's hot. Yeah. Which one is she? She is the uh the, the lawyer corporate for counsel. the family. Yeah. She's um 
She's probably like in Isn't her. Isn't Cherry Lane in the show? Cherry Jones. I mean, Cherry, Cherry Jones. Jones. Cherry, oh, she I said Cherry Lane. Yeah. <laughs> That's the gayest thing about is that Cherry, Cherry Jones, Jones Cherry is in Jones it. Is so in there it. you go. Yeah, she is in it. She's in season two. Uh, and and like Holly Hunter even Holly comes Hunter. off as a little queer to me. She's always giving me queer vibes. I'm really digging here, but no, <laughs> really ha- digging. Holly <laughs> Hunter has a lesbian voice, uh-huh. and also and Raya, everyone's talking about it. Raya yeah. for sure is yeah. But Jerry is still the hottest person on the show to me. Really? Oh, yes. my power ranking is Shiv, Carolina. Who doesn't have a lot of scenes? I know. I'm very surprised about Carolina. Oh my god, she's, I'm obsessed with her. She's too like. Klobuchar she's very is. yeah. I mean, she's she only <laughs> pops up like once every four episodes or something. Yeah. Uh, Kendall's assistant Jess. I also um, hate that there's a character named Kendall, and I can't oh, get yeah. past that. I know, and he's kind of the worst character. He's the worst. So he was boring. so boring. That's yeah. why the first episode like is that doesn't all get about him, and he and I was like, Ugh, you're so boring. You have my name. You're yeah. like ruining my name for me. And you there's suck. a there is a comic relief. Uh, sort of buddy cop thing that develops that's really worth it. It's Greg and Tom. But they're yeah. like because Greg's fucking hilarious. That his character makes He's me laugh. He's played by the loud. guy from Sky High, correct? Uh is, is he that the one? Seven foot three? Because yes, that's him. Yeah, cousin? yeah. Yeah, cousin Greg. Yeah, I'm cousin pretty Greg. sure he was in Sky High. I'd have to look it up. But yeah. He's hilarious. I loved it. I loved the fin- the finale was fucking incredible. Yes. I'm not gonna great. give anything away, but like but oh God, it was good. If you're gonna watch a straight show if you're going to watch a straight show. I know. The only Which, yeah. like, the only thing I hate about it. <laughs> Which, like, here's the yeah. thing. Here's my one argument. Like, maybe don't. Yeah. <laughs> That's a compelling argument. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we need to say anything else. Yeah. That's yeah. the end of it. Yeah. Um, what on. were you going to say? No. No, I, gonna I was going to say that the one thing that I hate about it is that it has you rooting for different characters at different points when they're all the worst they're people all in the terrible. world. They're and none all of them the deserve reason. happiness. Yeah, none yeah. of them deserve happiness. They all except deserve Jerry. the worst in life. Except for Jerry. Yeah. Who Jerry, is just very I, competent. Yeah, she's, she's just amazing. a competent, sexy, older woman. She sure is. I love her. And she's just so fucking cool. I love it. And then the next thing I want to talk about, which will get us into our topic, is that... I watched the movie Scream, which is one of my favorite movies of all time, and I watched it for the first time in a while. It's mm-hmm. been a few years. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Since I haven't like, watched it in literally probably twenty years. Yeah, yeah. Sydney's a well, lesbian for me, and I never sure. realized that until I watched it, and then I was tweeting about it, and there was some agreement on it uh, and different pieces of evidence. But the first thing is the first scene with Neff Campbell's character, Sydney. And this is like original Scream. Uh, there's an Indigo Girls poster on yeah. her wall, and it's the signs not like a room everywhere. that's full of posters. It's like wow. one poster, yeah. and it's the Indigo Girls. She's also very reluctant to hook up she with Billy. She hates her boyfriend. She hates him. Yeah. And when they're having when they're having sex, and uh, like he first gets on top of her, and they're just like making out yeah. on the bed, she looks so uncomfortable. <laughs> I've never seen. A woman looks so uncomfortable. Wow. It, it's just like, yeah. it's what you think a lesbian who doesn't know it yet would look like while her boyfriend's trying to take things to, to the next base. Yeah. And um, also her bangs to me felt very queer. I like, mean, her haircut, her she bangs just, is like 
half Nev, the reason like, I was even obsessed Nev with Nev Campbell's it. bone structure to me was gay. Like she was like Sometimes down to like on a to the, genetic to the, level. Yeah, she yeah. was yeah. like, you're gay. Yeah. But I, I was so obsessed with her, <laughs> which is the like time. the biggest yeah. evidence. Yeah. <laughs> like, babe, you're gay. When I was yeah. like 12 or 13 when that movie first came out, I was, I can't even, like the crush that I had on Nev Campbell was fucking devastating like yeah, it, like it like too. took over my life me too I like thought, i couldn't stop watching oh my God. that movie i was yeah. obsessed with nev campbell there's at some point in the movie she wears just like a plain white t-shirt and i think i literally like that's when i first like, was ever okay. like attracted to someone ever wow yeah. and then scream scream two the her first scene i think it's her first scene she gets out of bed and she's wearing like a sports bra like she sleeps in a oh yeah she sleeps and in like a soccer And if you're wearing a sports uniform. bra, you're gay. Yeah. Yes. If you're wearing Anybody a sports bra, you're gay. Anybody who wears a sports sorry. bra, sorry. when you're not fast. doing sports. Sorry. It's literally a fact. If you're not doing sports, playing sports, babe. Yeah, like. <laughs> I hate to break it to you. <laughs> <laughs> you're gay. <laughs> if you can touch a sports bra at the store. Oh like, my God. Does Scream hold up as like a scary movie? Like when you're an adult watching it and not, not like a kid. Because it's kind of like. Yeah, it is. I mean, I still like it's kind of squirm silly. and look away before the the stabbing. Yeah. You know, when Drew Barrymore and her, is about her to get it. her only five minutes in the whole movie. And oh, yeah, she's like on the cover. Amaz- yeah. It's amazing, though. Yeah, they're like, they're she's like, like in the poster and she dies in the first scene. Yeah, which Drew Barrymore is known bisexual. So, yeah. you know. Is she? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What? It's a totally queer <laughs> yeah. movie. Even is like she Skeet out? Ulrich she's gives me. And bi? I'm pretty sure she's out and by. Yeah, oh, she, yeah. I, I don't know that I've heard that. Yeah, no, like she. That's okay, that's cool. I think people kind of were like, oh, yeah, she's just like crazy. So, of course, she's bisexual. So it kind of wasn't like a yeah, which is shocking, unfair, like, oh, like, Drew. It, like, that was, came out around the time she was like flashing David Letterman. Oh, okay. And uh, all that. Yeah. And biphobia was stuff. raging. Yeah, <laughs> right. Right. It was in the, was. Uh, I mean, it is queer to be strung out on coke at 14. So I get it. it. (laughs) Yeah, that movie, that movie was truly one of my like roots. Like the one of the first times I ever remember being like attracted to a woman was definitely Nev Campbell. And then Gail Weathers with Courtney Cox, who. Yeah, she never did it for me. Oh, see, I think like both me and Cecilia were like, yeah, Gail Weathers. Okay. Talk about a gay name gail wow gail that's pretty uh, that's well i mean it has it that, in yeah. the name i don't think i saw Sc- oh no gail. i did see scream too isn't that when her boyfriend is jerry o'connell yeah yeah see she and, and, and she wasn't she wasn't and, that interested in him i wasn't convinced that she was sad when he died well they're they're streaming on netflix right now um also lesbian <laughs> secret lesbian jada pickens <laughs> oh my god jada pickett smith Secret lesbian, isn't it? I mean, everyone knows they have like an open thing. Yeah, that's why they're so healthy. Okay, I'm obsessed with that. (laughs) Yeah, she's so hot. Wait, Jada Pinkett Smith's in Scream Two. She's the opening murder. Oh, she's the sacrifice. Wow, it's the Drew Barrymore of Scream Two. Yeah, okay. I gotta watch these movies again. Yeah, it's great. And the third one, I can't, oh, oh, and Portia de Rossi is in Scream 2 and is hardcore flirting with Sydney. Wow. Okay, so gay. I know. I mean, like the having sex with her. Yeah. Of, yeah, yeah, very gay. Listen, the committee has decided. We, the committee has decided. Bum, scream, bum, bum, scream, gay movie. Gay movie. It's a lesbian Sorry, it's film. In, it's in. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, so I pull, I pull down a projector. I'm like, yeah. here. 
Here are my points. Here are the 2019 inductees. Scream. <laughs> Screams one through three. I messaged oh, Veronica Garza to see if I could do a queer film well, yeah. theory on Scream. And she's like, I actually just made the presentation this week and I'm doing it at the next oh my queer gosh, film theory. So if you're in New York it. and you want to see that, that's um, it's like the first Wednesday, November. I think it's November 6th. Um, I'm going to go there yeah, and see sure. it. So join me for That's that. Um, you know who else is a queer icon who's maybe not queer? Um, did you guys see Wild Wild Country? No. Um, no. The documentary about the Rajneeshis, the cult, I where started, they were all red. I watched the first episode. Okay. There's a, there's a, never it, mind. It didn't sell <laughs> me in. It's not worth it, but the like the murderous like lead woman is now I'm remember forgetting her name Sheila Sheila I think is her name I think murderer is in general kind of a gay, a lady gay thing. thing that's a gay yeah. thing totally like yeah. homicide Mornos. is inherently queer totally <laughs> Actually, if you wanted me to agree more, I actually couldn't. I mean, I'm, like, I well, agree. Monster is a gay movie with yeah. Charlize Theron and Christina Ricci. Absolutely. That's a lesbian yeah. film. Yeah. Eileen Warnos. I know. I, mean, I have a like, joke about a people about a friend telling me that I look like Eileen Warnos. <laughs> <laughs> and I always say I it and people joke. and people don't know who Eileen Warnos is. And so then I'm like, yeah, Eileen Warnos, she's a famous lesbian. What is she famous for? Being a serial killer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> an actual serial like, killer. She actually killed a lot of men. And then I make the whole I make the whole crowd chant kill more men. Oh, that's um, amazing. And then I'm like, it's more men, not all men. You right. know? <laughs> not all of them. Uh, not just all, we don't a shitload of them. them. We could kill more of them, I think. Personally, uh, I like I think that. We could. Yeah. I like hashtag That's kill amazing. more men. <laughs> it's just more. Like, we right. could even now the playing I'm not even a putting a number bit. on it. No. More could be like a few. It's just a few more. We're not talking about you, male identifying listeners. Don't yeah. worry. Not yeah, you. you guys are you're, cool. a, you're a good person. If you're listening person. to this podcast, you're safe. You're yeah. I mean, look, we love. I'm just saying the bad ones not like <laughs> not Eileen Warnos really like she did everyone a fit she wasn't going she was out doing and killing the random yeah, dudes she was just killing pieces of shit yeah. Yeah. exactly anyway and we should applaud her <laughs> too bad she's dead so yeah. R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> I guess then from there to get into bad lesbian Let's movies one that I mentioned that I don't think either of you have seen but High Tension is a French horror film. Yeah, that I definitely haven't seen it. Got a lot of buzz. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I refuse to watch French films. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what if that was my this stance? This is a staunchly anti-French podcast. French films tension. are actually like high the best. I want to watch this. It sounds amazing. It is. It had a lot of buzz about it going on, and of course, I believe I was a teenager when it came out, and. I'm I saying amazing had, in a bad way. Like, yeah. I love to watch bad I movies. I mean, you mix horror movie, you mix lesbian, you mix French. Okay. It's going to be yeah. Wait, okay, insane. so tell us the plot again. So, so the plot, it's about these two, or this family at their vacation home or something in, in France, and the right, one, one girl's friend yeah. comes to stay with them. And then a murderer comes to the house and murders the dad, like comes to the door and murders the dad. And oh, it, but in the beginning, the friend is there just like masturbating. 
That's oh, okay. A detail. And okay. so the friend's masturbating, whatever, while the dad gets murdered. And oh, is there like a cross dissolve like scene where it's like happening, like the murder oh, happening, and the, like a gruesome and the masturbation is happening, and it's going back and forth between it. I can already see it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't believe so, but it, it has been a while since I've seen the movie. But, okay. but from what I remember, so it's like the dad gets murdered, you hear the screaming, and then uh, the girl is masturbating, decides to like make it look like nobody's in the bedroom she's in and then hides under the bed. Okay. And the killer like goes throughout the house and opens the door and, you know, doesn't see her and like kills the mom. And then eventually like the brother tries to kills the brother. So then like the two friends, the two women escape and it's like this whole thing. And like more people keep getting murdered. And then they, the, guy in the gas station gets murdered or whatever. And when the cops show up and they look at the tape, the reveal is that the friend is actually the murderer. What? And she just has a big lesbian crush on her friend. So, so had to her murder the entire family. Because wow. no. she can't deal with her Lesbians lesbian feelings so in a healthy way. Oh yeah. She God. couldn't just masturbate. She had she to masturbate and to kill, kill the you entire just family. You nurse a crush for 20 years. What's yeah. wrong with you? Wow. It's, <laughs> it's <laughs> very violent. Stop. It's like Yikes. a very violent. But that's also like gory. the filmmaker probably was not gay, I presume. Probably yeah. not. That's amazing. That's yes. a bad portrayal of lesbians. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We would that, never do that. That was around the time where it was like anytime there was a lesbian character, they were for sure a murderer. Yeah. Like, yeah. Or they got murdered. Yeah. Or they got it's murder or be murdered in in queer films. Yeah. Or lesbian films specifically. What would you rather be? murdered or the murderer i would rather be the murderer for yeah. sure but i do feel like lesbian films evolved what would you rather be sorry i'd rather be murdered i don't want to go through all the work like i just feel yeah. like being a killer is so <laughs> exhausting much. it's so fucking exhausting they always end up dying in the end anyway right right you know By the police. or getting caught or like it just seems like too much what would you be it depends on who i get to murder yeah yeah i mean if we're talking eileen warnos like she she Badass. at least had a decent time doing it. Yeah. And well, like she I had guess, a girlfriend. Like it yeah. was kind of cool. What about like was it Thelma and Louise or yeah? Or was that the one where they like drove off the cliff in the end? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Such yeah. also another true lesbian movie. Yeah. Yes, such a gay movie. Like that's a such, they kiss in the end, movie. right? No, don't they? Do they kiss? They don't kiss like on I the don't mouth. Think in the so. end. I think they hold hands. Right? They definitely no, hold they hands. No, they kiss in the g- end. They they don't. Do they kiss in <laughs> the end? No. You I, that, I think you in made your dreams. <laughs> I really thought they kissed in the end. And then she fingers her as they <laughs> fly off the cliff. You're thinking of the you movie can't Fear with Mark sh- Wahlberg. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, no, but I do feel like it's either murder or be murdered. Or in the newer age of lesbian films, it's be. Uh, the gay one who's pursuing a straight girl or be the straight girl. Like, yeah. you can't... There's yeah. no... There's, it's either you're the straight girl or you're the girl trying to get with a straight girl. Yeah. yeah. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores. And it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta. And I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. 
Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. So before we start like really diving into bad movies, just a baseline check. Like what what's a good lesbian movie to you? To me? Yeah. Um, I think the best lesbian movie is Appropriate Behavior by uh, Desiree Akhavan. Have you guys seen it? <gasps> no. No, but I love Desiree Akhavan. Okay. Why don't I know about this movie? Okay. She <laughs> made this movie. It's like one of her earlier films. Okay. Um, it's in like it's in Bushwick, I'm pretty sure. It's it's definitely in Brooklyn. Yeah. Um, some of it's shot in Bushwick for sure. Um, but it's so good. Oh my she's my she's my favorite director, like yes. slash writer. Like she's agree, agree, agree. So she's the one that created the bisexual. Have you oh, watched okay. on Hulu? No, I, haven't. I have. It's yeah. so good. <laughs> I, Stop talking. I think about the bisexual regularly. It's so good. Like it is it did not get the praise that it deserves. Like it is so good. Yeah. It's it's about queer people without like having to it, it delves into, like, the bad parts of queer culture and, like, lesbian culture. It's not yeah. afraid to, like, call out lesbians. It's really it's really good. Yeah. And it's not – it's just, like, interesting. I don't know. There's yeah. not a lot of, like, queer content that's not about exactly what I'm talking about, like, a butch girl pursuing yeah. a straight girl. Yeah. And, like, I think – I mean, Desiree is just amazing. So, so what's that movie, movie about? Okay, yeah. So that movie is just, like – I mean, it's it's – I would assume it's a little autobiographical, not yeah. not to a T, but like it's about like a young girl living in in Brooklyn and who's bi and who's like starts dating a woman, but it's not she starts gay, like it's not like or she starts bi, okay, and queer. It's not like she's like experimenting, okay. But um, yeah, it's just kind of like a coming of age type story. I think she gets broken up with and like. I haven't seen it in a minute, but it's basically... And then murders her And then yeah. murders <laughs> And then kills her whole family. Um, and just is, like, trying to find herself, basically. And she's in this relationship with a woman, and, like, her parents don't know, so that's, like, a, a huge plot point. But it's just, it's just, like, a good, good movie. All I don't right. know. I would recommend watching it. Yeah. Um, and it's, like, the narrative is not all about her being queer. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's good. Yeah. 
which is like we love we're yes. obsessed right why is every like there's a healthy there's a healthy balance right like I do think another good queer film that came out recently is Duck Butter which was Aaliyah Shawkat's movie that was on Netflix did you guys see that uh-huh. I couldn't get to the end of it okay so okay Yes. <laughs> I think that strikes the other balance of like th- there's a happy medium between either like not talking about being gay all the time and like talking about being gay too much to the yeah. point that it's like no gay people actually talk like that. Yeah. So I think Duck Butter kind of strikes the opposite end of that chord because it was initially written by uh, for her and a, and a man. Yes. And then they just like cast a woman. Which, and Aaliyah is bi, and I think when she was, like, talking about the film, she would say that, like, I wanted to make a queer movie that's, like, queer, that's not talking about being queer all the mm-hmm. time, because, like, my yeah. friends and I aren't talking about being gay all the time. And I was like, okay, well, my friends are talking about being gay pretty much nonstop, so <laughs> it's kind of there thing. is yeah. kind of, you can talk about it a little bit. So I think yeah. that, that reached, like, the other end of the spectrum, which is, like, it's fun to have a movie that doesn't address queerness at all but then also it's like well it's a little bit part of mm-hmm. the, yeah. the narrative maybe a little maybe you could dress it a little bit at first I thought it was cool because I, I think she wrote it right I think so yeah with someone else with, with someone else and I'm like ooh she wrote a movie where it's like how many sex scenes can I have yeah, with, with a woman, with a woman mm-hmm. in one movie and I'm like what a what a gay what a horny gay move totally Aaliyah Shawkat and then I found out that it was originally written to have the other person be a man I'm like not as cool yeah, yeah. <laughs> as cool. not as cool <laughs> I rescind my compliment um, but but you couldn't you couldn't do that right. movie with a man that's because what they said you can't yeah a guy can't have sex that much the, in the, 24 the hours. The plot of mm. the movie is that they like get together and they decide that they're going to just like spend 24 hours with each other and they're going to have sex every hour. Every hour. Oh of wow. The day. And a a guy, I mean, using using yeah, his yeah, assist, yeah. Male, assist man assist using male. his penis every hour. It's I don't think that's realistic. It's not a lot of pressure to put on someone. You can't so, do it. Yeah, I think that's why they ended up casting a woman. Yeah. And they also just had a woman that, like, read really well for it. But, I mean, that movie is hard to watch because it's just about, like, a toxic lesbian relationship. Yeah. Which, like, we've all had. Oh, yeah. yeah. But it is, like, that's a tough one to and watch. And those don't really yeah. get addressed in movies that no. much. You know, it's usually, yeah. like, a lo- like, if it's a love story, but, like... We also don't get the other side of it, which is like sometimes our stories aren't fucking nice, you know? Yeah, exactly. And also being like every lesbian movie is a love story in some capacity. Sure. Right? Like, I mean, I think Appropriate Behavior is the only one I can think of that's not explicitly about her relationship. Yeah. Cameron Post. Okay. Yes. That's it. Actually, but that's Desiree Akhavan again. It is. So. And I really liked it. It's, it's good. <laughs> it was really good, but also yeah. sad. Mm-hmm. That one's sure. about like a conversion camp. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's like a, a drama, which is interesting for Desiree because she's very funny. But yeah, I think it's it streaming. has moments of comedy, but yeah. it's, it's very sad. Mm-hmm. Yes. But that is another one that's not about her, like a, a specific relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And but it is about a con- gay conversion therapy. So can we just like live? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> have fun. Can we have any moments where we're just like having a good time yeah. and like in love or something? I don't know. Yeah, wouldn't that be well, nice? Well, one of the movies on your list is one, and I get why you would say 
it's a bad movie. Okay. But in terms of rom-coms, rom-coms in general aren't great. So I enjoyed Imagine Me and You. Uh, iconic. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good movie. Like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, I hate Imagine Me and You. Like, I'll fucking watch it. Like, you want me to watch it right now? Sure. Yes. Let's All do right, it. BRB. Yeah. But... <laughs> But, like, it's a bad movie. It just falls into the trope. <laughs> it falls into the trope of, like, a lesbian movie that's, like, a woman getting married to a man. And then she meets a soft butch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, they're never, bu- they're never real, soft really butch, butch yeah, either. Yeah, isn't Lena Haney she just, is the soft butch? Yeah. And she's, like, a It's because she has a something. leather jacket, a I think, at one point. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. the only she, thing that, like, that makes her butch. That's the softness in her. That's the other yeah. thing. I'm currently making a, a short film right now that has, like, a lot of queer characters. And one of the characters is, like, a butch lesbian. And we were, like, talking to the wardrobe person. And we were trying to find comps of, like, butch lesbians in television to... To send to her, and yeah, it's like, good luck. Oh my They're god, there it's are all zero. Leah Delaria, zero. Yeah. In, in her prison jumpsuit, their prison jumpsuit is the closest zero. thing you get. Zero. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Not like the There's closest nothing. you get right now is maybe Ellen Page in Tales of the City, like, because she yeah. has a hat on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is like a baseball right. cap. That is as gay is, as it gets. As gay as it yeah. gets. It's crazy. Yeah. It's so crazy. It's just like, whoa. That there is, are no butch women on TV. None. None. And none. the L word is like or maybe the only one that Eileen gets Warnos. close to it. And yeah. Like, Eileen Warnos is our only butch icon. Our honestly. only butch icon. <laughs> exactly. How? We have talked so much about Eileen Warnos in this podcast. Look, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a part of my brand. It is. It's, it's really part of okay. your brand. Yeah. Do not I'm worry sorry, about she's it. She's firmly ingrained in queer culture. <laughs> she deal with is. it. <laughs> Fucking deal with it. You want to fucking come talk to me? Because we're going to deal with it. Am I allowed to curse on this one? Yeah, okay, that's all good. we do. We should have done an off topic about Eileen Warnos. Absolutely. I'm like obsessed a crash with her. Course to our listeners. I really am obsessed with her. But um How many listeners are Googling her right now and being really depressed? Like, oh wow, this is a horror horrifying life she's she a, had. She <laughs> had a, such them. a sad life. She did. Yeah. Which is also like, kind of a queer thing, right? Yeah, like so childhood powerful. trauma. Hello. Uh, she's the whole package. If Hello. You, if you have that much trauma, <laughs> yeah. You you're allowed to murder people with that much yeah. trauma. Yeah, just kidding. Point. Don't murder listeners. No, but imagine <laughs> not endorsing that. The thing is, okay, yeah. I am. <laughs> The thing about Imagine Me and You is that it is uh, bad, but it was, like, good for the time, I think. Here's my argument for it. The reason why I thought it was good for a lesbian movie was that it was one of the first movies where, yes, they address the fact that it's two women, but it's not this, like, huge fucking deal. Like, they're way more chill about the fact that she falls in love with another woman. Like, even though that's kind of, like, the thing of the movie that makes it different, they're not like, but I can't love you. You're a woman. It's like, no, it's like, because I just married a man, and, like, I love this man, but I'm never felt this way about another person before, and now I'm conflicted. But the conflict isn't like, I shouldn't be with a woman. It's like, I'm married and I'm having an affair. And like this unexpected thing that... and, And that is like, we have a lot of listeners who are married to men and have that mm-hmm. kind of moment where, you know, either shortly after or years after they fall in love with a woman and realize that they're not straight like yeah. they thought they were. And, and congrats uh, to all of you. Yeah. And we love, we're obsessed. <laughs> yeah. We stand. Um, no, I hear you. I actually don't think that this is one of the worst on the list. It just falls into that like trope of needing to be sure. 
straight and uh-huh. then turned gay. Yeah. But I will say the movie doesn't, she's not like screaming about like, I could never be gay. Like a lot of movies do. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the guy is like really understanding and not creepy yeah. about it, which. But there is I that side character like, who is the side always being bad. like, I'm going to turn her into a lit or I'm going to turn her away from a lesbian. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. he's like, I'm the cure for lesbianism, I think is a line that he says. Oh, boy. Oh. That's real life, guys. Yeah. That is. That is. One that's not on the list, and I don't know why I'm talking about stuff not on the list, but and, and that I also haven't seen. Okay. But bring it up. Somebody posted it on Twitter this week, and it was the sex scene from If These Walls Could Talk to between Ellen and Sharon oh, Stone. God. And it was the most uncomfortable thing to watch. I don't think I've seen that. The scene has been making the rounds in light of Ellen's just saying stupid shit. Oh, oh, Ellen DeGeneres. Yes. 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 I mean, we all knew. But I often forget for long periods of time that she had a brief acting career. Yes. And it's weird to see. And I don't like being reminded of her acting career because it wasn't great. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Ellen having sex with Sharon Stone is very not compelling. Yeah. And. And and her her resume includes a rom com with Bill Pullman, so the yeah. fact that that stands out as <laughs> the uncomfortable thing, <laughs> right? Right. I mean, her career though was sad, like sad. I'm not making excuses for her. Yeah. I'm not oh. like an Ellen sympathizer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Everyone's gonna be tweeting. Yeah. Uh, what's um, next? What's Hanging next? out with Putin. Yeah. <laughs> um. But like, she did have a really tough go of it. Of like, course. she came oh, out yeah. and like, would just lost. Everything, of course. Yeah, it's yeah. so King. crazy that like yeah. within our lifetimes, like it was just like so bad for so long, and now we're all like, haha, like, lol, we're gay, right? But it's like, yeah. oh my god, it was so bad for so. But long. now we're in Generation like, Q. A fascist. Yeah. <laughs> in Generation Q, Ellen's a fascist. Yeah. Oh my god, we really have jumped like twelve generations in the past like four years. We have. I it's feel it's so crazy. I can't keep up. I'm like, where what a are ride. we? Yeah. It is such a ride and and ellen and elton john have not jumped on the ride with no the rest of us. they haven't uh, babes uh, I get can't. on i know <laughs> it's hard it's hard being that rich and famous who, who is it. surprised that the man who played at rush limbaugh's wedding would jump to ellen's defense oh, for hanging God. out with george bush and oh calling everybody him jumped to her defense there was like they're every, all rich That's they're why. all yeah of course uh, yeah. one stefani did yeah. i'm like i get that now that you're married to a country star i'm sure that you're Ugh, you're friends gross. with a lot of awesome people yeah, yeah. she's tweeting yeah. from like Demonized a deer stand music, in the middle but... of the woods hunting with her stupid husband <laughs> i can't that that whole like she has gone through so many iterations of like cultural at least she's not appropriating any culture anymore like we yeah. often forget that Gwen Stefani had a very problematic uh relationship to like Japanese culture oh I, I don't even forgotten. know the Harajuku yeah. girl shit that she did she, she did like a whole she album had, like, where four she Harajuku girls Jesus. like follow her around yeah and were like her posse and yeah. she was a like who is now she's just appropriating republican culture yeah. which is fine <laughs> <laughs> yeah like fine take it whatever we don't care um yeah reese witherspoon well yeah but even like lenny kravitz like who cares like, what's going on yeah, yeah. it's it all rich people it's all i'm just like who have sold point, their souls I'm just yeah. like, i don't even care yeah whatever yeah. fine let them do their rich people thing just fund our Kickstarters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you're going to be a problematic rich person, uh, give me pay a for bunch my of short money. film. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Money, please. Money, please. <laughs> 
that's great. Lost and Delirious is a movie that comes up on a lot of lists of bad lesbian movies. Okay, and I let's will talk say, about it. I haven't seen it. So tell us okay, about okay, it. Okay. This movie is insane on so many levels, but also it's just like, okay, it's a tale of like teens falling in love, basically. Okay. So I don't know that it's bad because it's like problematic it's just bad because it's like a bad movie i think i think this is also a thing about a lot of these movies is that they're let's define what makes it bad i was about to say i think i think the thing that makes a lot of these movies bad is that the writing is horrible in almost all of them i feel like a lot of this like old-timey writing the writing is very like i i I love you, but I can't, like, it's very, like, it's non-realistic. Yeah, it's not yeah. rooted in any sort of reality. Like, it's all very, like, who the fuck are these gay people, like, that are, yeah. nobody talks like this. Okay. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And and a bunch of these movies are written by queer people, but we have to remember that if you're a writer on a show, the, the script that gets shot, mm-hmm. or for a movie, is, is not it's not what no, the person it's been through wrote. a lot of yeah it's been of through editing and so like... to get a queer film made yes you have to have straight people deem it relatable yes. or what their straight idea men, of a queer plot line is industry. yeah it really is so I mean, it goes like an authentic like story so many producers being like we yeah. can't do that we can't write that we can't whatever yeah, 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 yeah or like this doesn't make sense even though it's something that makes sense to all of us uh-huh. and we're like yeah we get that but then the the straight dudes in charge are like no that's like, not what i think would happen right and right then that's they make what all these it. i mean that's i think that's what's so hard about queer film is like how do we get to a place which I think we're starting to get to that place where we're making queer content that's by queer people for queer people Yeah, I think for a long time it's been either by queer people for straight people or by straight people for gay people yeah and it's like it's we we went through a a long period i think in the past like five years of of a lot of movies being made by straight people for queer people yeah in an effort to like diversify Mm -hmm. hollywood and it's like but if the writing and the direction is not from queer people you're not you're not gonna get and the entire cast are straight yeah it's like Like (laughs) then it's not for us like it's not for us yeah We'll watch it. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. We will watch it and we will be obsessed with it, but like it's not going to be for us. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of sad. Anyway, Lost and Delirious. Okay. So it's these two girls. They, it's been a while since I've seen this. So I'm listeners, looking at the poster art I, and it looks like it's high drama. Okay. <laughs> um, listeners, if I, if I fuck this up, like for sure. You is can there a murder? It me. looks like there. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay, <laughs> can okay. I tell you what I think it is just yes. based on yes. the cover art? Okay. Okay. Here. So Sarah see can that. see it and, p- and pitch in. Uh, it's like women at a boarding school mm-hmm. and then oh, yeah. one of them I murders think there's a the woman professor who's, at some point. No, nah, I think she's murdering the one who, who gets in the way of her like love oh, affair or okay. something like that. Oh, wow. They're all that's wearing not ties. Right, but it does I mean, and they do like drugs that. and that's why they're there's lost yeah, in delirious. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. That's so it. one of them's like the bad girl and the other one is her best friend and then the other one is Wait, the which one, one she is falls the, in love with. Which one's the bad girl? The one with the leg exposed? This. Oh, no, the one in the middle who's not wearing her jacket. It's Piper um, Parabo, Parabo, who is iconically queer and not queer. She's not a queer person, but she plays so many queer characters. She's the man in you, right? She's the other one, yeah. It's like, okay, just can we stop It's her bone structure, I'm telling you. 
Yeah, but yeah right? can we stop casting straight women straight to play, women to play queer, queer women? women? Yeah. Yeah. But I'm also okay like, with it. <laughs> I mean, if they're hot, just yeah. Be, like, just be gay, Piper. Like, yeah, it is like, a choice. Your name's Piper, for <laughs> like, God's sake. Like, come on. It's, obviously, it's famously a Pipers choice. Pipers are only lesbians or horse girls who become cops. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, so she's like the bad girl, and she's yeah. like smoking smoking cigarettes. They are at a boarding school. Okay. So you were right about that. Um, I and, mean, the sweaters and ties gave that absolutely. away. <laughs> um, one, I think the best friend is uh, that girl from the OC. What is her name? Um, Misha Barton? Yes. That's the best friend. Oh. Okay, Misha Barton is also gay, but not gay. Yes. Yeah. Always Crazy. cast. To Always be gay. cast to be gay yeah. or queer. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm using gay in the like umbrella term of gay, umbrella. Yeah. If yeah. that's not clear to listeners. Okay. So so anyway, so she um is like the bad girl. She falls in. Misha Barton is her best friend, and then she falls in love with this other girl. So they're like all that. Be- they're all kind of best friends, I think. Okay. Um. And then she falls in love with this girl and they're like in love, blah, 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 blah. It's going great. They're like at a boarding school. They're like, whatever. Doesn't matter. And then the younger sister of the one that's like a little more femme, um, because it always has to be a soft butch, uh, (laughs) attracting a uh, femme girl. And so the femme one's little sister comes in and like finds them in bed and like threatens to tell the Christian parents. And then it's like... And then things just like unravel from there. Yes. And so then she starts dating a man to be like, I can be straight. Like I can, I can be straight. But then she's always talking to the other girl who's Piper and like, I'll never love anyone like I love you. But like, she's just whispering that to her and then like running off to her boyfriend. Oh God. Yeah. Dramatic. And then (laughs) Piper gets in a, a, uh, what do you call it? A fencing fight with the boyfriend. She challenges oh him. God. She challenges him to a duel, and they fence. Wow. And then she stabs him in the leg with the fencing sword. Sword. Thing. Wow. The epee. Yes. <laughs> and then I think, and I was actually looking at this before I came here because I, I couldn't remember, but I think, and this is a spoiler, so, but I don't know if you can spoil a movie that's like twenty years old. Yeah. Is it that they kiss before they drive off the cliff? No. no. <laughs> Fuck you, that happened. I'm going to prove it. I'm going to prove it. I'm sending you guys a clip tonight, and you're going to wish you hadn't. You're going to ruin the Um, No, I think she, like, kills herself ambiguously in the end. Whoa. Uh, because there's this whole plot line where she has, like, this like eagle or falcon or some sort of large bird like a that bird she's, of like, prey. communicating with. <laughs> All right. Well, right there. You sold me on. Birds of prey are totally queer. Birds of prey are so queer. (laughs) And so she's like communicating with this bird because I think the bird was like injured. I'm telling you, this is a psycho movie. Why is there a bird? There's a bird. And Piper is like communicating with this bird. And then in the end, I think the bird finally flies away and then she like ambiguously kills herself. It's not even a Wes Anderson movie and there's a bird of prey that's like main character. Right. That like has a storyline. So maybe. It is good. <laughs> okay, I take back everything that I said. Yeah, yeah it kind of sounds amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Fencing, yeah. boarding school, wow. birds of prey. I love it. I mean, it's not bad. And I'm actually pretty sure that one was directed by a queer woman. I know it's directed by yeah. a woman. I'm not sure if she's queer or not. Okay. But... So maybe. Okay, what I else? I love that. I was, well, I was talking to you beforehand about when I went to Clexicon. I sat on a bunch of panels and a lot of them were about getting funding for queer films and what a challenge that is. Mm -hmm. 
So small budgets might also be a reason that some That's of these also, films yeah, yeah. aren't I do up like, to snuff. Yeah, these like, guys aren't getting like Marvel money to make. It. Yeah, I yeah. want to be. Clear. We're not just like shitting on these filmmakers. Filmmakers, yeah, I'm, it's fucking hard. I'm a queer filmmaker. I fucking get it. Yeah, like I'm not. I just, I'm just saying that overall, <laughs> the quality in our <laughs> film kind of subsection uh-huh. is lacking. Yeah, yeah. Um, because it's hard because nobody wants to pay for it. Right. Even though gay audiences are the most rampant fucking crazy dykes fans. Are crazy. Absolutely. I yeah. mean, cr- I would watch anything when I was a teen. Like I would watch anything even remotely queer. We were talking about South of Nowhere. Yeah. I like rented that on iTunes. Yeah. <laughs> because I thought because I thought my parents would like not notice that it was a queer right. like TV show. Yeah. Because it wasn't. And then I wanted to watch the L word, but I was too afraid my parents would see it. Cause like I was in the time I I was in high school like when you could watch TV online, but it was like you, it was like the age of LimeWire. Like you were like oh, illegally yeah. downloading it like fucked up your stuff. Computer. Yeah, and sure. it would yeah. fuck up your whole computer. Oh and my so God. I remember like iTunes had just started and you could just start to like watch TV on yeah. iTunes, which was like cr- crazy for the time. Yeah. And I remember I would, I would buy or rent like the L word one episode at a time because <laughs> I thought that it would be less suspicious if I did it over the course of like, I would Have like buy one yet? episode and then, <laughs> right. and then like weeks, like weeks later I would like buy another episode. It's like, I should have just bought this. You're like the I guy in Shawshank Redemption who digs himself out of prison over the course of like 10 yes, years, yeah. one that handful of dirt me. at a time. And it was like, the L word where you're, ha- you're, you're handfuls of dirt. Way, way, way more suspicious. Like I'm sure they knew. Your parents the whole time we're like she just keeps downloading individual episodes she just, just get the whole season she just get the whole season babe but anyway this is no so way like, to watch television I get it like we'll watch whatever but I'm yeah. more I, I don't want to come across as being like oh, sure. all lesbian like, films suck it's right, just like right, we right. just don't yeah. have the, the resources, resources yeah. to yeah. make it's good hard to, it's films. hard to be made and they were saying that you know sometimes at the box office for big releases lesbians actually don't show up but I think a lot of that has to do with with marketing mm-hmm. or, or that lesbians do show up but it, it's like you either market something as like a lesbian movie and then straight people uh-huh. are afraid to show up yeah. or, or people who aren't out are afraid to show yeah. up um, that's the other thing it's like there's only, it's only been like cool to be gay for like f- five years yeah yeah, e- not even. Yeah, so it's like you're you're totally right. Box office like showing up. Like if I was in high school, there's no way I would have shown up to a movie theater to watch a gay film. Oh, and there's no way. The favorite was such a success because it wasn't marketed as a queer movie. Yes, I literally and didn't people, know it was a queer okay, movie. I didn't know. It was let's talk like, about I the favorite. Into the theater, so good. Okay, well, let's get into the favorite in one second. I just wanted the. Lady at Clexicon who, who was talking about this. Oh, and th- yes. There was another lady who was talking also and like r- got really frustrated about funding for queer movies. But this person wasn't queer. She was straight and she's trying to make queer content and then bitching about how she can't get the money. <laughs> like, don't and I'm like, take money from queer people also. Yeah. yeah. To make like, I hope you're story. partnering with queer creators. This is something. very weird that you're making That's your like career That's like such a Taylor on... Swift move. It yeah, was. It, <laughs> it was. To be like, oh, is... people hate gay people. Like, oh, that sucks. And you're like, are you gay? Yeah. <laughs> what? Are you gay? Do you want to... D- oh, no? Okay. Yeah. Well, then it doesn't really suck for you, actually. Yeah. Right. That's <laughs> so funny. I mean, funny. it sucks in general. And yes, let's talk about it. But like, we need allies. But mm-hmm. also like, why are you... Yeah. Why are you like taking up standing in the spot right now? Yeah. 
Um, so the favorite. The favorite is so good. I it's did not movie. know that the favorite it's not a bad was a queer movie, movie going into yeah. it. Like, Neither did literally I. Literally walking into the theater, I had, I had no, idea. no idea. I went. I saw it. Might it on be Christmas the best Day lesbian movie we have. It is the best. It is. It, so ha- it might have good. to be. Yeah. It was and it's not directed by. It's directed by a man. Yeah. yeah. Who? I mean, it's. It's. I mean, it, I'm incredible. not saying that doesn't make it good. Like it's, it's so a, good. Directed by a man who knows what we want. Exactly. Yeah. He knows we want he Olivia Coleman. consulted some queer yeah. woman he, in this. He, he had, had to, to have. There's yeah. no way. But that's he... the thing of like bring queer collaborators. Yeah, collaborators yeah. on. Yeah. The because... favorite is so fucking good. I love like. I'm not convinced, but like I, I wasn't that compelled by Emma Stone in it. Like just because I just know yeah. that she's straight, and I was I don't know. Have she you was seen good. Battle of the Sexes? Yeah. Oh, that's right. But yeah. That I, movie can, is I have bad seen too. that movie. Yeah. Okay. That you movie. It's bad in a like in a like overly produced way. Yeah, I find Emma Stone to be actually now that I think of Battle of the Sexes, which has just the memory of watching that movie has just like washed over me, and now I have a different opinion because I do believe Emma Stone has a raspy voice, yeah. which I think is yes. kind of gay inherently. Very, yeah. So yeah. I get but why she's like, like cast in these roles. Cast queer act like there's exactly, so many yeah, queer yeah. actors out there. I'll um, give you a list. Yeah. God, the favorite is so fucking good. Like yeah. there's so something good. so iconic about Rachel Weiss wearing the that like outfit that she wears when she goes and shoots the rifle. Yes, like shooting a rifle so first of queer. all. So yes, gay. but also Rachel Weiss again straight. Yes, Rachel, but also like a queer out. icon. Queer too. icon. Punch yeah. me in the like face. Like the internet really like went <laughs> nuts. Like we were just yeah. hoping for violence inflicted yeah. by Rachel Weisz after that movie. Absolutely. It really has started like a movement. Like it did. that's where like step on my fucking face step started. Step on my face. Like, yeah. yeah. Punch me in the face. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Like run me over with your car, Rachel Weisz. That really yes. put that in the mainstream. <laughs> yeah. Another one on your list that I agree with is The Kids Are All Right. Okay. Yes. It's that's a- on your list as a good one or a bad no, one? No, a bad one. one. I hated that fucking movie. So bad. I don't but know any. I was queer not in the mental state to watch that, that movie, movie when I watched well, it. It's problematic, is it not? It is problematic. Like, it's like a little. It's it almost ends a little up biphobic being fine. too. It ends up it's being like, fine. Yeah, it is a little biphobic. Because it's like you She's she is bisexual. Uh, Julianne Moore's character is bisexual, which is fine. But, but like, she's like demonized her, for exactly, it. Exactly, she's demonized for it because it's like. Look at her like going back to men uh, and cheating yeah, on her it's wife. It's the back to men narrative, yeah, which is yeah. like, ugh, I roll. I know, God. I can't. Yeah. And it was just like, ugh, can we not have a fu- Can we just have a movie about two women going through some drama that yeah. doesn't involve their sexuality? Uh, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It just, it, oh man, it really. I watched that movie with, okay, this is, I watched this movie in high school and I was, I watched it with before I was out with my mom, my dad, and my grandmother. Oh my God. Do you know how many sex scenes are in that movie? Yeah. I I had to walk out of the room and I literally was like, I'm going to go. And then like, I was talking about this recently with my mother and she was like, Oh, you thought that was bad. She goes, I watched that movie with my daughter, my husband and my mom. (laughs) Like everyone's trying to one up each like, other. I was like, yeah, you're right. That oh, is that's worse. amazing. That is. What's with this multi generational viewing of like, the kids are all? Well, because like Annette Benning's in it. Yeah, so you're like, it seems oh, like a family. Like family. Film. Yeah. And then it's like, oh no, they're going to, yeah. Julianne Moore's going to fuck. And Who's she the fucks Who's the Mark, Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. yeah. So many times. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't like I'm that movie sorry. at all. Yeah. The movie upset me greatly. It was bad. Um, are there any movies that you remember watching, like, like any real tacky weird like what was your first memory of watching a, like a lesbian movie 
Like as a kid. As a kid. I don't think I ever really watched lesbian movies as a kid. Mm-hmm. The only ones were TV shows. I remember watching this like web series that was not Carmilla. No, I was, I watched that in, in college. Okay. Um, so bad. Have you seen? No. So bad. It's, it's like cute. It's for teens. Like I need to, I also have to remind myself on a lot of these, like I watched these movies as adult, as an adult, but it's, not, they're not like made for me as mm-hmm. an adult. Yeah. Like a lot of them are made for teens yeah. and like of a different time. So like sometimes I just have to take a step back when I'm like really hating on something like succession and be like, it's not for me. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, but what's the web series? Oh, I don't remember what it was called, but it was about this girl who had moved to like a small town from New York and her dad was a firefighter. Is this ringing any bells for anyone? No. And <laughs> she, I'm like, wow, it's all really Keep rushing talking. back. Yeah. Then. <laughs> and her dad was a firefighter, I remember. And she like moved to this small town. It felt like no one else was in this small town. She was like living with her aunt. But she was, like, cool and gay in New York, and then now, maybe... She's, like, not? Or maybe she wasn't out. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe she wasn't out. She... Anyway, she starts dating this girl in this small town, and, like, that's the whole website. Like, there was no hook to the website. I'm always like, why is there... Why is queer content always just, like, the thing is, okay, it's this, and they're gay. So that's why you're going to watch. And you're like, could they do something? Right. Like, yeah. yeah. Could they have a hobby? Is there, a is there yeah. anything you could give yeah. us? Um, and then I watch a lot of, like, lesbian YouTubers. Oh, okay. That's so why I, I think watch. I'm a little, I never... I think I'm a little bit older. Yeah. We, yeah. we missed... Sarah and I missed the lesbian We totally It was just happening years. as I was in high school. Oh, okay. It was, like, the there was all these, like, lesbian YouTubers that would that were, like, in relationships and would just, like, have shared channels with each other. I see. What about Itty Bitty Titty Committee? I've never great seen this movie. one, but have heard a lot about it. You're saying it's great It's a great movie. bad movie. Oh, great bad movie. Okay. It's Jamie yeah. Babbitt. I mean, we love Jamie Babbitt. We yeah. stand. She, she also directed But I'm a Cheerleader. Yes. Um, which she, I've seen that. Yes, which is also a great bad movie. They're like they're like campy movies, I would say, yeah. which is, like, intentionally think, bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say But I'm a Cheerleader... Is a great movie. It's an incredible movie. It's just campy. Yeah. It's campy. Literally and in the other sense. And <laughs> itty itty bitty titty committee is like it's it is a good movie, but it's also like a bad movie. What's and it that about? it's just it's about this girl who joins this like group called this they call themselves the CIA, which is clit in action. Oh okay. My God. Go off. Yeah. <laughs> They're like this, like feminist, like uh, advocate, or they're feminist, um, like coalition. I don't know. They like okay. go out and do like activist work. Okay, um, which is like spray painting buildings and being like, uh, like treat women better. <laughs> <laughs> they like spray paint like a boob, uh, boob job place. Being oh, like, okay. like don't tell women that their bodies aren't good enough. Like that's yeah. kind of their like. Which is like, okay, I mean, it's your choice, but whatever. Yeah. Um, it's so, they're so layered. I can't even right, get into right, it. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they like protest and do all this stuff. And they're like the itty bitty titty committee. I don't know if they ever call themselves that, but. Are any of them fucking each other? Oh, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. There we go. Right. There we go. <laughs> the main premise is that a girl who is gay like joins and then is like try, trying to hit on this girl and like falls in love with this girl that's in the group, but that girl has a 
girlfriend or like fiance or something that's outside of the group who's like this like mean older lady who like doesn't who like is mean to her <laughs> like that's the whole plot i respect that yeah <laughs> <laughs> i respect the girlfriend speaking of older role. ladies in lesbian movies i watched a movie when i was in college on lifetime like on the actual lifetime network uh it was a lifetime original film and it was like these two middle-aged women who fall in love with each other. Uh-huh. Was it Meredith Baxter? No, it's okay. not Meredith Baxter, but very close. Okay. Very much in that realm. Uh, right. So it was about these two women, and I just remember watching it and being so fucking enthralled by this shitty, objectively shitty Lifetime right. movie. But uh, one of them is like uh, the math teacher at the high school, and she's out. Yeah. And the other one is like, one of the kids' moms yeah. who is, like, going through a divorce and uh, has, like, a moody teenage daughter and she's, like, a real estate agent. Right. And that's all I know about the movie. And there's, like, a couple of, like, sex scenes, but they're literally, like, like a soft focus. You know when, like, they would yes. go into soft focus? Right. In the shot? Yeah. And, like, you see... Pan you only see, like, sheets. shoulders yeah. up, bed yeah. sheets, but lingerie... Actually, it was kind of hot. Yeah. Like, I actually wouldn't mind watching this scene again. Just to see how I interpret it now, now that I've, well, like... Well, how old were you when you watched I it? I was, like, 20. Okay. I want to find this. I I like that plot line because, unlike Loving Annabelle, that isn't... Even though, <laughs> in terms of inappropriate yes. school-teacher relationships, I'd rather have it be between right. a teacher and the parent of a student. Right. Exactly. And not a and teacher not a and a student, like Loving Annabelle. The movie was called... The Moody Very Teenager problematic. was played by Allison Pill. Okay, amazing. And the movie was called An Unexpected Love. Oh, it's my so God. Fucking, so it's so fucking... exactly what you think I it think is. I think Fortune Feimster has a joke about coming out when she watched a Lifetime movie and was like, yeah. oh, my God. Margot I'm Martindale's gay. in it. Uh, and then... The act, Wendy Crewson and Leslie Hope. So Wendy Crewson is kind of like, she kind of has that like middle-aged hot lady energy. She was this lady. Remember her? Oh, she yeah, plays yeah. like, she plays the woman Literally who's like never going seen this through. Person in my really? Life. Oh my God. She was like a big character actress in like the nineties. Um, but yeah, it's basically just like a, a lesbian movie full of character actresses that I really love. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm curious as to like how, if I were to watch that movie again, if I would, if it would resonate at all with me, uh, I would really be interested to watch all of these again. Yeah, because like, yeah. when you're when you're like nineteen, watching this kind of thing, yeah, you know, like when you're watching something before you've ever even had like a sexual encounter with a woman, you're like, oh, it's so, I loved it, all of these when I yeah. watched. A couple of them I have watched recently because I have friends who host this thing called Queer Girl Movie Night, and they um, just play like queer movies mm-hmm. that are like lesbian movies and. They're all so bad. Just like watching them back, you're like, oh, they're so bad. Yeah. But like at the time when I was a kid watching them. Yeah, like, when I was, I was like, like a little <gasps> virgin who had like never even, even kissed a, kid, a girl. Like, yeah. When I was like 20 and I was like a fucking virgin. I was like, Rah! yeah. Um, yeah. Here's a controversial one that you wrote down because you've never seen it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Carol. Yeah. I've never seen Carol. I I started Carol and How I was this like, possible? this is I'm terrified so to watch Carol. boring. I turned it off. I straight up, I watched 30 minutes of it and I was like, oh, nothing has like, happened. No. I like, refuse to watch this. I'm literally changing I'm the channel. I'm so <laughs> bored. I'm so bored. I also am not a huge period piece fan, which is why I was interested. It was interesting that I loved The Favorite so much. Because yeah. generally, I don't like period the pieces. The Favorite was more like, almost like a farcical comedy yes. to me. You know? Same. 
Carol was too dramatic. I was like, are you just going to look at each other the whole movie? Yes. Like, I gather that's what I it is. Am I going to enjoy that? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I won't. I, I love, love staring that. longingly. I love a boring, slow-moving Oscar bait movie. <laughs> That is something that you get very into. I, I love yeah. that. Yeah. That is my least favorite man. type of movie. Give me movies. something that unfolds at a snail pace. pace. I turn them off. I can't. I like. I need more really, stimulus. Really can't. I need yeah. something to happen. I need comedy. Uh, yeah. yeah. I need it. I need at least a comic relief character, even if it's like a yeah. dumb brother. <laughs> if you're going to make it, I don't know. I need like a, I need a cameo from Rihanna. I need something. Yeah, we like need you something. have to give me some candy give in the middle of it. Give me a reason to keep watching. <laughs> <laughs> like Ocean's 8. Is a fantastic fucking gay movie. Yeah. Like I feel like speaking of cameos by Rihanna. Yeah. I feel like that that's the kind of movie that like would suck me in. I need like I need a heist. I need you something. Need something. I need yeah. like I just I can't with like a slow burn. Carol in the movie, it's when you read the book that it's based on, The Price of Salt, mm-hmm. that's a lot more problematic than the movie. Like you realize kind of how Carol is very predatory. Right. With, um, what's her ass? Yeah. <laughs> See, you Mara. can't even tell. Yeah, Rooney Mara. Yeah, yeah. Rooney Mara's character. And yeah, she's such a cunt in the book. Uh-huh. And she's like so manipulative and like. See, that I just, could get into. Yeah. The book's really good and they leave a lot of this in the week. Yeah. <laughs> she was yelling in the beginning. I probably would have kept watching. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing, just breathing. I was like, <laughs> you're just going to breathe the whole movie? I'm not, I'm, oh I've God. seen it. I'm bored. But it's like, <laughs> I can see in your eyes that you hate so much that I didn't give it a chance. Oh, no, no. I mean, you gave I it was, a chance. I, I, I haven't even started the movie. I like won't. At this point, I've dug my heels in, and now it's part of my brand that That's I haven't seen Carol. So, so. same. I'm so that way. I'm always like, oh, I fucking hate this thing, and like, it's a, it becomes a part of my brand. And then yeah. I'm like, oh, should I it's just like watch it? It's like how people it? who don't have never seen Game of Thrones think it's like a yeah, person, that's me. Anal- you know, it's their personality. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely my personality that I haven't seen Game of Thrones, <laughs> and that I haven't seen Carol. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna put it on my website. <laughs> Famously, has not seen Carol or Game of Thrones. Carol is one of like my favorite Christmas movies. <laughs> it's about Christmas. I think it just takes place in the winter. Yeah, is that what it is? It's one of those. It takes. They do wear a lot of peacoats and all the screenshots that I've She's seen. She's buying a Christmas <laughs> gift for her. It begins with buying a Christmas gift for her daughter. Oh, okay. God, oh, I roll. I I'm so bored. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. What about Fine. the hours? Oh, I never saw it. The hours is Meryl Streep makes out with makes out with Alice and Janney at one point. Really? Yeah, they're okay, call it a make out. It's kind of a kissy thing. I mean, it's like a, it's yeah, like a, it's affection between yeah, two hot it's older amorous ladies. affection between two older ladies that I'm personally deeply obsessed with. Is it gay? Is it gay or no? Yeah, she's gay. Yes. Yeah, Meryl Streep's character and gay. Julianne Moore kisses Tony Collette. Oh yeah! Wow, that's really just. The Hours is a phenomenal movie. <laughs> that's one of my favorite movies. Not gay. Yeah. The Hours is good. The book is. It's really about good Virginia too. Woolf, also gay. So that Super, that's a, yeah. that's a great gay movie. Yeah, okay, interesting. We need to talk, I'll check it out. Let's talk about another bad one that is on here. Oh, um, we've talked about this one a lot before, but let's hear your take on why "Below Her Mouth" is oh, probably the worst of the God. bunch. <laughs> Because that I don't even, there's nothing to say. It's a fucking, (laughs) oh my God, that movie is so bad. Yeah. But also so good. Like I watched the whole thing. I couldn't. 
I haven't seen you it. You turned it off? I did. It's like a gay roofer. That's all you need to know. Yeah. Okay. It's like a butch roofer. Again. Is she butch or is she, she's, does she's she just wear a lot of tank tops? I will say she's more butch than, than <laughs> Who many plays other her? characters. Some like, isn't she like German? Uh, I think she's oh, so these Dutch aren't or like, something. I don't know why I thought Gina Gershon was involved, but I'm thinking of Bound. Yeah. No, it's it's bad. It's definitely like Bound. not, it, no no stars are in this movie. Okay. Yeah. And and I believe she like walks around with her... Dildo on? Dildo on. <laughs> Holy shit. Just there is a scene where she's... On and she ready. Has it, yeah. Already strapped in and, you know, and if that's your thing... Hey, that's but, cool. Hey, but. look. <laughs> no judgment here. No judgment. Yeah, there's nothing to say. It's yeah. bad. That's mm. it. <laughs> it's just like it's just another tale of like a butch woman hitting on a straight woman. Yeah. Okay. And being like, I'm gonna touch your like knee, I don't need a movie about that. I've lived that. Me. Yeah, we've all we lived it in our in high school and we're done. Yeah. Like, but also like a garbage butch like she's not a good person. No, she's kind of like she's bad. It, it, well, so it, many it's of, like so many it's like of us a are second, bad. It's a second rate <laughs> Shane. It's a second rate Shane character. Oh God. Mm-hmm. Shane is already a little second rate in my yeah, book. It's oh. discount yeah. Shane. <laughs> yeah. It's discount. <laughs> if you made a whole movie. You're not going to want to see it. Yeah. It's very like, it's also like no, I'm verging on about to say something problematic, but because I'm calling it out, maybe it's not problematic Um, of like, a lot of lesbians don't don't date straight women in there. Like, I don't want to sound biphobic mm-hmm. because it's like, obviously, I'm dating a bi girl. Like, I'm not. Now I sound like that person that's like, I have one black friend. Yeah. <laughs> listen, but, I voted for a listen. Okay. I voted, <laughs> but um, we're walking on eggshells here, bisexual listeners. We're, we're stomping on eggshells with our vans right now. But like, you know, the, that type that's like, I just right. want to experiment. Like, whatever is like, yeah. not realistic plot line. Right. Right. For like a for a lot of people. A lot not. of people. Yeah. For Sarah's past. It absolutely is for me. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Obsessed. My dating resume is littered with straight women. So really, <laughs> yeah. Wow. It was a lot, like, it was a different time. Wow. Yeah. I th- I think it's a more common experience for androgynous. Oh, totally. Yeah. Lesbians. Mm. Yeah, because they're drawn to us. Because yeah. they're like, ooh, you're handsome like a boy, but you're not going to kill me. So yeah. I love you. Obsessed yeah. With that. <laughs> and you you know where my clit is. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's all it is. Amazing. <laughs> Never happened to me, but uh... almost adults. What's that? Oh, this is a this is a good bad one. Um, <laughs> this is I think this one is bad because of budget budgetary reasons, probably. Okay. But this was like these YouTubers that I watched bringing it back to lesbian YouTubers, like because that was all I could watch as a teen. Yeah, which I'm sure was even worse prior to that. Mm-hmm. Um. But these YouTubers that I watched in Canada like made a movie. It's the same people from Carmilla. Oh. It's the characters in Carmilla are in almost adults. Okay. But it's just like a bad, it's just like a low budget. A lot of these movies are Canadian. When I look up the Wikipedia mm-hmm. pages, like Blow Her Mouth is Canadian. Is it? Um, almost adult is, well, is Canada Canadian. Is, Lost, is Lost and Delirious yeah. is Canadian. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, really? Anywhere that's cold that often all year round is. I just find Canada 
I just find Canadian culture in general to be extremely. I feel like we've made a lot of statements about, about yeah, I've things that are not gay. I've been like assigning queerness yeah. to a lot of things today. The entire yeah. country of Canada. Yeah, the entire country of Eileen Canada. Eileen Warnos. I mean, yeah. she was. She was. Mur- this, the concept of murder. Yeah. All of it. Murder is gay. <laughs> murder is gay. You heard it here first. Um, yeah, they are. A lot of them are, are Canadian. Um, there's also that movie that is kind of in the same vein of the, the almost adults, which was life partners with, um, what's her face who played Blair on gossip girl. What is her name? Uh, 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 Lee, uh, do you know what I'm talking about? No, I don't. I, I get gossip girl and pretty little liars mixed up. Cause I think those, they exist in the same universe. They have <laughs> they, to, they have to, they <laughs> I think gossip girl was a little bit before, um, what is her? Oh, Leighton, Leighton Meester. Leighton Meester. She is in this Life Partners movie. But I think it's also, I can't remember what it's about, to be honest. I think they're just best friends. Oh, okay. Okay. I mean, Sasha- conflating best friendship with being in love is like very much a part of our. It's, it's very much canon. ingrained in our culture. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I should have been doing this for all of these and reading the IMDb okay. log line from the movie. Okay, so for life partners, Sasha and Paige's codependent friendship is tested as Paige gets serious with a guy for the first time. Oh God. That's so triggering. <laughs> <laughs> that's we can none of none of you should watch this movie. Yeah. No, that's... we're gonna get some really we're gonna get some listener questions based on the trauma that think, that movie like, would bring up. I think overall it's just like reducing queer narrative to only be like that you're in love with your straight best Yeah, friend. like unrequited like, love. Yes, love. yes yeah. we are. Of course sure, we are. But like, like drag we, us. There's more. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking drag there's us. More there's more that. to us. <laughs> we, we have hobbies. <laughs> we play softball. Why is there no softball? <laughs> why I don't aren't play there softball, any sports but why aren't there any you sports know what are game really movies? Queer is Sports movies oh, from our own. childhood. Oh, definitely. They got their yeah. own. That's, that's, I mean, but it's but not it's explicitly not, queer. Not explicitly queer. No, but it like, it has a lot of queer dog whistles in totally. it. Totally. <laughs> I agree. But like, Do you know who's a gay, gay character? Here's a gay character from my childhood that I identified with so much. I even look just like her. Um, there is a, there's a movie called Little Giants about okay. a children's football league. Yes. Uh, the dads are the coaches. Rick Moranis is a coach. And then Ed O'Neill is the coach of like the... 1994 movie, Little Giants. Little Giants. There's Misfits a... form their own opposing yep. team to an elite peewee football team coached by Rick the Moranis. elite team coach's brother. Oh, right. exactly. You That's right. That's kind of like the brothers, the brothers who Ed O'Neill and Rick Moranis look absolutely nothing alike. Okay. But if you can suspend disbelief yes. and believe that they're brothers... They coach rival teams. Okay. One team is like, they've got all the money and the equipment and they're all really good at football. And then the other team is all the kids that got cut from tryouts. I know why I watched this movie. Because Devin Sawa's in it. Devin, yeah, exactly. Devin Sawa, who is a soft butch lesbian for sure. who I was in love with. Exactly. Yeah. Um, But there's a character called, I think her name is... Becky? Well, she's the only girl on the team, first of all. I'm pretty sure she goes by like Icebox. Can you look that up? Oh, okay, okay. So there's she's like a little girl on the team. Spike? She looks like Becky. a Hanson brother. No, Spike is the boy on the He's other team, and he has a, his famous line is Spike, "Don't play with girls." I know what you're talking about though. I remember Ice. I yeah, think it's she's Icebox. like a tomboy yeah. and plays on the football team. And I literally what that quite yeah. literally was me as a we child. We were all tomboys. So that to me is a queer movie. Yes. Specifically because of that, because that girl for sure is a dyke now and married and like 
love. You know, obsessed. Going yeah. back to almost adults, this is a film about growing apart when growing up. Two best friends' relationship strains when one deals with her newfound sexuality and the other with breaking up with her long-term boyfriend. Uh, this just sounds like a very annoying movie because mm-hmm. I know that I remember like when I was discovering my sexuality and then my friends were dealing with their boyfriend drama. I'm like, that's not important. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Who cares? It's not a big it's, deal. Yeah. You don't know what a big deal is. All right. <laughs> that's the thing about all queer movies is they are good, but they're triggering. I'm like, totally. why can't we just do like, I think that's why I actively avoid them. Yeah. That's why that's why that I want more it also all queer narratives surround like coming out and like not being out and being like and dealing with sexuality in a mm-hmm. way that like I feel a lot of us have moved past obviously there's still people dealing with of it course, I'm not yeah. saying that that's not a thing but like as there should be some for adults who have who are no longer dealing with that and are just like living their lives like where yeah. is that that narrative for us of like It's like still not here yet. It's we don't have it. We like physically don't have gay people just existing and being gay like we can talk about being gay i'm not saying we're we don't need to talk about being gay because trust me i will talk about being gay all the time that's all we do here but but, like it doesn't have to be about like hating myself right right like that has exactly yeah yeah. they're all at the center they're all about trauma yeah I just want oh a movie. God. I'm so tired of about trauma. my thirst for Jerry from Succession. I mean, that's it. I want to just have a movie about. where it's like a rom com, and I fall in love with like a senator who's like played by I don't know Kirsten Gillibrand, actual senator Kirsten Gillibrand, who I'm in love with. <laughs> and <laughs> or not Kirsten Gillibrand for? Uh, uh, not Kirsten Gillibrand. Uh, Kirsten Cinema. Kirsten Cinema. She's a senator from How Arizona. How dare we so mix them up? Is she yeah. gay? She's bi. Yeah. She's bi. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I haven't heard much from love her recently. I know. What she hasn't she really doing? been. I don't know. I don't know what she's up to. She must have a new girlfriend or something. That's why yeah. she fell off the face of the earth. Mm. Typical. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. That's a fucking queer storyline. Yes. We're like that's yeah. a queer storyline. The queer storyline of like you haven't heard from your friend in three months because she has a new girlfriend. Yes. And all she's doing is posting Instagram stories of going to the fucking Poconos with her new girlfriend. And you're like, hey, hang out with me. Yeah. <laughs> and then like they break up and all of a sudden your friend's all like, let's hang out. She wants to hang out again? That's Babe. the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Which I appreciate those friends. Yeah. <laughs> As someone who disappears. Yeah. <laughs> at the beginning of the like, relationship. Yeah, you're back, Thank babe. Come on. Yeah. Come on, yeah, Megan. Let's go. <laughs> oh my God. All right. Uh, well, I guess the verdicts in the verdicts in. the movies for us aren't great. Ain't great, they're but not there's great. Room for they improvement, tried. and we're being hopeful about the future. Totally. And the best thing you can do is go to the movies and support and support queer, queer film movies. Yeah, and yeah. give money to queer projects, queer projects, and go go to New Fest. Yeah, see, go to New Fest movies. for real. Like Watch that queer is. Shorts. I think there are a lot of short films uh, that are being made that are queer and that are good because that's something that's like a little bit more accessible for a wider range of filmmakers. Mm -hmm. And those are going to be the future filmmakers of tomorrow. A lot of people start with shorts. Exactly. Right. Right. We're, yeah, we're at a time where we're starting to see actual queer filmmakers, like making queer narratives that aren't about all the stuff we're talking about. Yeah. We'll have you plug all your stuff in in a second, but do you want to talk about the short that you're making now? Sure. 
Yeah, I would love to. Yeah, so I'm making a short film. It's called Fuck Nice Guys. Name might be changed, TBD. Because it turns out a lot of boomers were like, profanity in the title? Uh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, we get that with diking out. Yeah. He's yeah. Different podcast. They're not like, sure if they can People say uncomfortable. It. They don't yeah. get it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it's about two best friends. Um, one of them's gay. One of them's also like iconically queer. She's not, but like she will be if this mm-hmm. movie were to continue on. Um, but yeah, it's just a film. It's almost all the characters are queer. A lot of them are problematically queer in a funny way. Like we can be the villains of our own stories. Totally. Yeah. Um, and it's really fun. I'm really excited. It's about two best friends who decide to, they're women and they decide to start a band despite having uh, no musical talents or abilities or mm. any experience. Um, and yeah, it's about, I always say it's like about women deciding not to ask for permission to do something that they're woefully underqualified for. Great. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's fun. I'm excited to make it. We're shooting next week, which is scary because it's coming up. Best. Um, but yeah, there's there's an Indiegogo um, right now that's up, and we're raising money, and we're we're gonna make it. Great. So yeah, yeah. great. Yeah, no, it sounds great. <laughs> I remember I I did see like the casting notice for it, and I was reading a little bit about it. I'm like, oh, this sounds like a really fun thing. I can't wait to see how it turned out. I also liked uh, Girls High. Was that the name of it? Yes. That? And uh, former guest uh, Kelly Quinn is in it, and oh my God, it Kelly. is. One of my favorite, like, just for the Kelly Quinn performance alone. I mean, it's a very fun short, and uh, but my favorite thing about it was is Kelly yes, Quinn. Yes, she's incredible. Yeah, I yeah. love her just, so much. I love working with her. She, it's so funny. Yeah, that that short was written by Manning Jordan, who is hilarious. It's very yeah. like surreal. It's not based in any sort of reality. Yeah, but um, Kelly Quinn's character is just like. I'm a dance teacher at Girls High. I love talking horsepower and having sex to music. Like, (laughs) that's her vibe. It's up. She does it way better. Um, It's so good. But yeah. It's time for a listener question. I'm a, how's that for a transition? Yeah. Very abrupt. You nailed that. (laughs) I'm a late in life lesbian. I'm 37. Long story short, suppressed feelings for a woman my whole life and come from a right wing conservative Bible thumping family who I'm the golden girl of, um, I'm not out yet. So that's the context. While knee-deep in a marriage to a whole cis man, who, that's just a whole cis man and not half a cis man, whom I've never actually been in love with, kids, dog, picket fence, but shit, um, I've been a mannequin. I fell in love with this alpha hot lesbian, and now we have a long-distance relationship. And now I have a whole side of myself I'm re-identifying and I'm eager and thrilled to do so, um, but I don't know how. So I mentioned the thought of meeting some lesbian people uh, that I could connect with on that level. And my girlfriend kind of lost her damn mind. She thinks they'll all fall in love with me and lesbians are predators and she's not sticking around to watch is this a red flag is everyone just trying to sleep with everyone in the lesbian realm and is bumble for friends a thing or a joke thanks ladies wow bumble for friends is a thing yeah bumble can be used as like a friendship app yeah but well. are people actually making friends oh, or are they making know. friends and testing the waters for dating i mean i don't, I don't know kind of like kind of like craigslist strictly platonic right. was 
a joke because I married the one (laughs) lesbian I met off that. Uh, (laughs) Iconic. Um, First of all, gasp. Red flag. Right? Yeah. Red flag. Like, I get what this is. In sort of a controlling way. It's way too controlling. Yeah. That's not good. You can have friends. Yeah. And lesbians aren't predators. Yeah. I mean, some are. Yeah. So, some are, but you, you can tell right away. If it's a lesbian yeah. predator, they're not being sneaky about but it. So like, you can avoid there, them. There's yeah. a lot of male predators, and we don't just like not be friends with any men. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't. Oh, you're not? <laughs> uh, yeah, it sounds like she's a little fucking controlling, so yeah. that's probably a red flag. Yeah, also, I'm curious about this long-distance nature. Is it someone you met online and you've never met in person, or yeah. are you, like, going and actually seeing them and have, like, a full-fledged relationship, or it does sound like one of those, like, teenage relationships you have with somebody you met online and then they're like oh I thought I mean something to you and right, you're like right. no yeah. cause you're just kind I of like a stopgap yeah 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 I also think like it is weird as as a queer person to come out later in life I think it's hard because you start to feel all those like juvenile emotions yes. but yeah. you're like a full it's going grown through adult a puberty yes. again, yeah basically. exactly yeah. and so I think that can be really hard um, and it can make people say things that they don't necessarily mean I don't mm-hmm. think this person is like an awful person Person, but like it, it does sound like controlling behavior and behavior that like, yeah, you should have lesbian friends. Go make lesbian friends, a hundred percent. You mm-hmm. need queer friends right now. You if you're them. still married and don't have any exit plan for that at the moment, mm-hmm. uh, but you you're really discovering system. yourself. Yeah, you yeah. need a support system, which you're not going to get from your husband, and and you can't lean on your partner for. And right. you can't, right. yes. yeah, you're, that's not you fair friends. to your partner in the long distance thing. Right, right off the bat. Uh, you know, it's never good for one person to have all like you. You to put all your eggs in one basket, exactly. Of yeah. one person also, for your support. System. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It doesn't sound very alpha if she's so threatened by exactly. queer friendships. Yeah, so. as a as a power dyke butch, yeah. I'm yeah, like, exactly. me too. yeah, sleep like, with whoever mm, you want because you're always going to come back to me, babe. Precisely. <laughs> that is that's what the attitude should be. That's what yeah. my attitude Truth. is. Where's the oh, movie go about have that? Friends. Go yeah, for it. Go, go do your please, thing. Do you your can. Thing. Fr- you know what? You can Fuck talk to other people. Want. I don't yeah. care. Yeah. Wasn't that good? Was it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're coming back to me, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Such an ego fucking asshole. I know. Yeah. But, hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, where can people find you on social media and all that good stuff? Great. Yeah. Um, you can find me. It's Kendall Payne. And then my handle is at Kendall Payne with two E's at the end. So it's K-E-N-D-A-L-L, like the Kardashian Jenner. Uh, and then P-A-Y-N-E. E. Okay. There's a second E because uh, at Kendall Payne was taken. Great. Um, and that's cross-platform, baby. You can find me <laughs> Twitter, Instagram, uh, Venmo, CoStar, kind of wherever <laughs> you want to find me, you can find me. That's really homophobic that Kendall Payne was already taken. I know. And here's here's actually oh. the deal of it is that I looked back on Instagram and do you know who has the at Kendall Payne handle? Kendall Payne? Me me in high school and I do not have access to the account. (laughs) I relate so hard because I did the same thing with Twitter Uh and I had a a Twitter handle that I made when Twitter first came out and I didn't know what Twitter was. It like had just come out and it was like, what are you doing? So I wrote one tweet that was like, I'm trying Diet Coke with lime. (laughs) 
Wow. That's the one tweet. And then when and I went- there's no way to take it down. Yeah, there's no way to take it down. And then when I wanted to get my the Twitter handle I wanted, I'm like, who is this You're your own fucking worst enemy. asshole yes. with this Twitter handle? And what a lame fucking tweet. And that's <laughs> yeah. your only tweet. And then, and then I like- you are the Spider-Man meme of the two Spider-Mans pointing yeah, at each other. Yeah, that's pointing at each other. Right. That was Anywho. exactly it. Uh, great. So everybody check out Kendall, follow. Yeah. And yeah. Um, and go see her perform. Yes. Right. I do stand up. Yeah. All around NYC, baby. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I have a weekly show at 2A Bar every Thursday. Oh, I was going to ask about that. It's, we're on hiatus for October, but we'll be back in November. Okay, great. Um, because I am making a short film. So yeah. it turns out you can't do it all. <laughs> Which, I've been to the show before, and it's a great show, an awesome space. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. So check that out. And then you can follow us at Diking Out on all of the social media handles. You can go to patreon.com slash checking out if you want extra content and tattoos and pins and that kind of fun stuff um follow me at tgi carolyn and i'm at the sarah york thanks for listening go watch a bad lesbian movie Bye. Bye. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues. And it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.